You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Today I want to do something a little special, a little different. I had not ever uh, really did this on my platform, on my radio segments. And I'm pretty excited. I I woke up today feeling inspired and and probably more called to do this. And um, as I was preparing my own time, space, and day of meditation and reading, it dawned on me that I wanted to share an insert or a section of some of my reading. I've always been a reader. And um, there's an amazing book that I've been breaking down and breaking into. (laughs) And it uh, is a section of this book I'm going to read to you and share with you. And then I'm use it exactly for what it is, a prelude to a meditation. So I'm very excited to do a meditation with you. I'm going to read this section that I've um, bookmarked here. And I'm going to read as much as I feel I should. And if I feel like I should just stop at that point, I do have a nice little section of this uh, already kind of uh, portioned out. And I'm going to try my best not to read too fast, but I, I I feel like there's such a great section that I'm going to work right in the middle of a chapter and um, share with you. It's The book is called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, How to Lose Your Mind and Create a New One. And this is by Dr. Joe Dispenza. If you've never heard of him, you've never heard of the book, well, this is an opportunity for you to get a little bit of a section of it and... I hope that it will give you a um, a nice opportunity to dive into a space that will trans- give you definitely a transitional spate of being. And uh, the section that I'm reading from uh, is going to uh, tone into the, f- the factor of going from thinking to doing to being because it's so easy for us to always say we want to do this or change or uh, do certain things transformationally. And a lot of times as humans, we give up because we don't see any results. Uh, a lot of times we're not activating the things necessary for those things to come. So I just, I'm not going to talk too much uh, (laughs) beyond this because I want to read precisely uh, what I think is a great avenue of information. And then uh, once I conclude my portion of the reading, I'm just going to allow some sounds um, to help you go into a meditative state. So guys, this should be a very interesting episode. And what I think is awesome is that because I am putting this on our radio network. It allows for you, as well as myself, to go back to it at any time, 24-7 on demand, uh, and, and archive it. If I want to use it every day, you can. If you want to use it every now and again, you can. And uh, I hope that it gives you something. I hope it provides you something transformational, and I hope that it can truly be what I would like it to be, which is a gift to give you the essence of tools and resources that can help to be transformational. So here we go. Going from thinking to doing to being is a progression that we've all experienced many times. 
whether it was when we were learning to be a driver, a skier, a knitter, or a person to whom speaking a second language has become second nature. Now let's talk about one's evolution, great gifts to us as humans, the ability to go from thinking to being without taking any physical action. Said another way, we can create a new state of being ahead of having an actual material experience. We do this all the time, and it's not a case of fake it till you make it. For example, you have a sexual fantasy in which you inwardly experience your thoughts, feelings, and actions. You look forward to them when your partner returns from a trip. You're so present with your internal experience that your body is chemically altered and responds as if the future event is already upon you in that exact moment. You have moved into a new state of being. Similarly, whether you're mentally rehearsing the speech you're going to give, reminding yourself how you're going to handle the confrontation that you need to have with your coworker, or imagining what you want to eat when you're really hungry but stuck in traffic. And in each case, you're thinking about that to the exclusion of everything else. Your body will begin to psychologically move into a state of being just by thought alone. Okay, but how far can you take this? Through thinking and feeling alone, can you finally be the person you want to be? Can you create and live a chosen reality as my daughter did when she experienced the summer job of her dreams? That's where meditation comes in. People use meditative techniques for a lot of reasons, as you know. In this book, you'll learn a special meditation designed for a specific purpose to help you overcome the habit of being yourself and becoming that ideal self you desire. Through the remainder of this chapter, we'll connect some of the knowledge we've covered up to now with the meditation you'll soon learn. Meditation allows us to change our brains, bodies, and state of being. Most important, we can make those changes without having to take any physical action or having any interaction with the external environment. Through meditation, we can install the necessary neurological hardware, which will become our software program just as the piano players did. We can also influence the body like the finger exercises who make changes through mental rehearsal. If I asked you to think about the qualities that your ideal self would possess, or if I suggested that you contemplate what it would feel like to be a person of greatness, such as Mother Teresa or Nelson Mandela, then just by contemplating a new way of being, you will begin firing your brain in new ways and making a new mind. That's mental rehearsal in action. I'm now asking you to reflect on what it would feel like to be happy, content, satisfied, and at peace. What would you envision for yourself if you were to create a new ideal of you? Essentially, the meditative process allows you to answer this question by bringing together all of the information learned and wired sympathetically into your brain about what it means to be happy, content, satisfied, and at peace. In meditation, You take that knowledge and then place yourself in the equation. Instead of merely asking what it would mean to be happy, you put yourself in the position of practicing and thus living in a state of happiness. After all, you know what happiness looks and feels like. You've had past experiences with it yourself. You've seen other people's versions of it. Now you get to pick and choose from that knowledge and experience to create a new ideal of yourself. I've talked about how, through the frontal lobe, you can activate new circuits and new ways to create a new mind. Once you experience that new mind, your brain creates kind of a holographic image that gives you a model to follow in creating your future reality. Because you have installed new neural circuits 
ahead of any real experience. You don't have to carry out a nonviolent revolution as Gandhi did. You don't have to lead your people and be burned at the stake as Joan of Arc was. You simply have to use your knowledge and experience of those qualities of courage and conviction to produce an emotional effect within you. The result will be a state of mind. By repeatedly producing the state of mind, it will become familiar to you, and you'll be wiring new circuits. The more often you produce that state of mind, the more those thoughts will become the experience. Once that thought experience transformation takes place, the end product of the experience will be a feeling, an emotion. When this occurs, your body, as the unconscious mind, does not know the difference between an event that takes place in the physical reality and the emotions you're creating by thought alone. As someone who's conditioning the body to a new mind, you'll find that your thinking brain and the emotional brain are now working in concert. Remember that thoughts are for the brain, feelings are for the body. When you are both thinking and feeling in a specific way as a part of the meditative process, you are different from when you started out. The newly installed circuits, the neurological and chemical changes that have been produced by those thoughts and emotions have altered you in such a way that there's a physical evidence in the brain and body that shows those changes. At that point, you've moved into a state of being. You're no longer just practicing happiness or gratitude or whatever. You're being grateful or happy. You can produce that state of mind and body every day. You can continually re-experience an event and produce the emotional response to that experience of how you would feel if you were that new ideal self. If you can get up from your meditative session and be in that new state of being, altered neurologically, biologically, chemically, and genetically, you have activated those changes ahead of any experience, and you'll be more prone to acting and thinking in ways equal to who you are being. You have broken the habit of being yourself. As a reminder, when you are in a new state of being, a new personality, you also create a new personal reality. Let me repeat that. A new state of being creates a new personality. A new personality produces a new personal reality. If you can go from thinking to being without having to do anything, if you are mentally rehearsing a new mind, there will come a moment that the thought you're thinking about will become the experience. When this occurs, the end product of the inward experience is an emotion or feeling. Once you can feel what it felt like to be that person, your body, as the unconscious mind, begins to believe that it is in the reality. Now your mind and body begin to work as one, and you are being that person without having to do anything yet. As you move into a new state of being by thought alone, you'll be prone to do things and think things equal to how you are being. How will you know whether this meditative practice has activated your three brains of thinking, feeling, and then being? Simple. You'll feel different as a result of investing in the process. If you feel exactly as you did before, if the same catalyst produced the same reactions in you, then nothing has happened in the quantum field. Your same thoughts and feelings are reproducing the same electromagnetic signal in the field. You haven't changed chemically, neurologically, genetically, or any other way. But 
if you eventually get up after your meditation sessions and feel different from when you begin them, and if you can maintain that modified state of mind and body, then you have changed. What you changed is inside of you, the new state of being that you created. It should now produce an effect outside of you. You've moved beyond the cause and effect model of the universe, that old Newtonian concept of something external to you controlling your thoughts, actions, and emotions. You will also know that your meditation has been fruitful. If something unexpected and new serendipitously shows up in your life as a result of your efforts. Remember, the quantum model tells us that if you created a new mind and a new state of being, you have altered the electromagnetic signature because you are thinking and feeling differently. You are changing your reality. Together, thoughts and feelings can do this. Separately, they cannot. Let me remind you again. You can't think one way and feel another and expect anything in your life to change. The combination of your thoughts and your feelings is your state of being. Change your state of being and you change your reality. Here's where coherent signals really come into play. If you can send into the quantum field a signal of thought and feeling, a state of being independent of the external world, then something different will show up in your life. And when it does, you'll have no doubt or experience a powerful emotional response, which will inspire you to create a new reality once again. And you can use that emotion to generate an even more wonderful experience. Let me get back to Newton. We're all conditioned by the Newtonian notion that life is, is dominated by cause and effect. When something good happens to us, we express gratitude or joy. So we go through life waiting for someone or something outside ourselves to regulate our feelings. Instead, I'm asking you to take control and to invert the process. Rather than waiting for an occasion to cause you to feel a certain way, create the feeling ahead of any experience in the physical realm. Convince your body emotionally that a gratitude-generating experience has already taken place. To do this, you can pick a potential in the quantum field and get in touch with how it would feel if you were experiencing it. I'm asking you to use thought and feeling to put yourself in the shoes of the future self that possibly you so vividly that you begin to emotionally condition your body to believe that you are that person now. When you open your eyes after your meditative session, who do you want to be? What would it feel like to be this ideal self and to have this desired experience? To fully break the habit of being yourself, say goodbye to cause and effect. Embrace the quantum model of reality. Choose a potential reality that you want, that you want. Live in your thoughts and feelings. Give thanks ahead of the actual event. Can you accept the notion that once you change your internal state, you don't need the external world to provide you with a reason to feel joy, gratitude, appreciation, or any other elevated emotion? When your body experiences that event is occurring in that moment and it feels real to you, based solely on what you focus on mentally and are feeling emotionally, then you are experiencing the future now. The moment you are in a state of being, in that moment and present experience, that's when you're connected to all possible realities that exist in the quantum field. Remember that if you're in the past or the future, based on your familiar emotions or anticipation of some effect, you don't have the access to all possibilities that the quantum field holds. 
The only way to access the quantum field is by being in the now. Keep in mind that this cannot be just an intellectual process. Thoughts and feelings must be coherent. In other words, this meditation requires that you drop down 10 inches out of your head and move into your heart. Open your heart and think about how it would feel if you embodied a combination of all the traits that you admire that make up of your ideal self. You may object that you can't know how it would feel because you've never experienced what it's like to have those traits and to be that ideal self. My response is that your body can experience this before you have a physical evidence ahead of your senses. If your future desire you've never experienced actually does manifest in your life, you'd have to agree that you experience an elevated emotion such as joy, excitement, or gratitude. So those emotions are what you can naturally focus on. Instead of being enslaved to emotions that are only the residue of your past, you are now using elevated emotions to create the future. The elevated emotions of gratitude, love, and so forth are all a high frequency that will help you move into a state of being where you can feel as though the desired events have actually occurred. If you are in a state of greatness, then the signal that you're sending into the quantum field is the events that have already come to pass. Giving thanks allows you to emotionally condition your body to believe that what is producing your gratitude has already happened. By activating and coordinating your three brains, meditation allows you to move from thinking to being. And once you are in a new state of being, you are more prone to act and think equal to who you are being. Perhaps you've wondered why it may be hard to move into a state of gratitude or to give thanks ahead of the actual experience. Is it possible that you've been living by a memorized emotion that has become so much a part of your identity on a subconscious level that now you cannot feel any other way that you've accustomed to. If so, maybe your identity has become a matter of how you appear to the world on the outside to distract you and change how you feel on the inside. When you can readily feel gratitude or joy or fall in love with the future without needing any person thing or experience to cause you to feel that way, then these elevated emotions will be available to fuel your creations. I don't know about you guys, but that felt and sound, it feels good to know that we are so capable. God created us, as they say in his image. Which means that we have unlimited power. But are we evoking our powers? Are we using our powers? Now this is Sunny speaking. I finished my reading at this point. I put the book down. And if you notice the whole time I've been talking. I've had some beautiful sounds of ocean waves behind me. And what I want to do now. And I'm going to suggest something. I don't know if this moment you're listening to this. You're driving or operating machinery, or doing anything that could be uh, hazardous if you're distracted by why you're listening to this. So my suggestion is to maybe stop this at this point, come back to it when you stop driving. Maybe you're not dealing with something that could potentially harm yourself or someone else. 
and or if you're at a point where you're doing other things and you're not able to fully engage in what we're, the next step we're going to take. So it's okay to come back to it, pause it, start it back over at another time when you're able to fully lock in on my voice and what I'm saying as well as these sounds because what we're now going to do is transition and we're going to meditate together. So I'm going to transition the sound of the ocean that you're hearing to another sound and doing that meditation sound I'm not going to talk through it what we will do is find a space to get comfortable I suggest maybe finding a nice candle maybe you have a favorite candle or incense which I have my incense burning right now and find a clean space Enough space, at least for you to to sit or to lay down. Um, It doesn't have to be a big empty room, but enough clean space where you can have a clean energy field to be still. And we're going to allow the sounds to travel with us as we work first from our mind. I'm sure there's many, many things that you probably can think of, but I want you to center in on maybe one thing that you really and truly want. I don't care if you've never experienced it, if you've never had an opportunity to witness it, or you maybe have done it before and it's fallen away, or maybe you want something big transformationally, like something that you want to heal in your body, in your mind, in your spirit. So whatever it is that you want to transform... I want you to think about whatever that is and focus on it in your brain and, 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 and start to think about what it is that you desire of that. Not when or how. Don't worry about the how. Don't worry about what, what may need to happen in order for it to come. See yourself exactly as you want to be. And guys, let's meditate to the sound and... We'll just kind of go for the next minutes. And I know that I'll, I'll feel that spirit will let me know when we can just stop and conclude.
I hope that that was a great space and time. I hope that you are able to take this segment and get much usage out of it. Feel free to continuously utilize it, share it, and hopefully it is an aid to your transformation. Namaste.